0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETS for the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from clients of Focused Wealth Management. This week's questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focused Wealth, and Michael Basante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning,
1: Morning, Larry. How are you?
0: Good morning, Mike. I'm great. How are you guys? Great. Okay, the first question comes from Jim in Kingston, New York. And he asks, why are the markets so spooked by the prospect of rising interest rates?
2: So what we have to understand is that interest rates and borrowing costs generate a lot of liquidity throughout the aggregate economy, right? So it's really twofold. One is when the Fed is increasing interest rates and and raising the short-term Fed funds rate, It's increasing the borrowing costs that's out there for both consumers, corporations, pretty much everybody, both in the United States and and around the world, because there's a lot of indexes and borrowers that are basically benchmarked to the 10-year U.S. Treasury. Um, Everything is quoted off of a spread of that. So considering that the U.S. economy is 70% consumer demand-driven and consumer spending generates 70% of U.S. GDP, as borrowing costs rise... The consumer essentially then has less purchasing power. Simultaneously, if you look at what's happened to a 30-year loan, the housing market, and the Fed does have this lever as one mechanism in which they can actually control and fight inflation because shelter and housing is 40% of the CPI, and as interest rates increase and rise, mortgage rates increase and rise. So as housing and aggregate demand slows, the one- The purchasing power of individuals buying a house now is less because they have less uh, free cash flow margins relative to the size of their mortgage and their earnings. So they have less money to spend. Secondarily, if the housing market slows, the wealth effect is pretty substantial because most individuals, their biggest asset is their actual house. So as your home price increases, you get the perception that net, net worth has actually increased. So spending is actually driven by the wealth effect. So so that has a lot to do with it. And then simultaneously, borrowing costs for corporations. Remember, there's a lot of corporations out there that don't necessarily, they might be younger in terms of their uh, infancy of actually being a public company. They don't generate really substantial free cash flow profit margins. And if you don't generate really substantial free cash flow profit margins, you have to borrow more money to finance your operations. At higher interest rates so basically what higher rates does it erodes into the consumer it erodes into earnings power of corporations so it has a pretty significant effect of that trickle down and the net effect in the bottom line of corporations so as the fed continuously raises interest rates to curtail borrowing costs and withdraw li- liquidity from the economy there's less consumer spending And on the aggregate, there's also less in aggregate earnings for S&P 500 companies. So that is why the market is so concerned over that fact. Plus, when the Fed continuously raises interest rates, usually they end up breaking something because they go too far. haven't broken anything yet, but there's a lot of variables out there that are shaky and not that great, uh, especially with recent Fed commentary. So that's the underlying reason why the market doesn't like increases in interest rates. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. And speaking of rising interest rates, bond yields are rising. Yesterday, the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond posted a yield of 3.5 percent, its highest level in 11 years. So should we be buying bonds? And if so, which ones? I got to tell
1: you, so from a credit perspective right now, uh, you are in a yield uh, bull market, right? So, you know, you have bond prices down. So the, the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, the benchmark for bonds, down roughly 12.5% on the year. Um, but you are getting yields now. Two-year treasuries yielding close to 4% today. Uh, you got the two-year at 3.98 this morning and the 10-year at 3.6. So because of the inversion, you're getting paid you know 30 beeps more on the short end of the curve to go out for two years. But these are guaranteed set duration, United States treasuries. Uh, they're starting to be excellent buys, especially if you are of the belief that rates are going to go up we're going to choke off inflation and then inflationary numbers will basically come back down. And over time, you know, rates should drop too. So not only should you look at the short end of the curve, but I think the Fed, uh, you know, they, they can be in their two-day meeting tomorrow uh, and seeing whether they go 75 or 75 looks likely, but if they do go 100 basis points, um, you know, you want to start laddering out into these treasuries. They are very good buys at these levels. I mean, if we run a typical retiree's spending, their income draw, you know, down by 4% a year, and you can lock in set durations at around there, uh, you want to build out portfolios right now and take advantage of this. In fact, risk adjusted, I see a lot more um, return uh, in, in, in bonds right now than I do equities. Um, even though equities are of some value, I think bonds are a terrific value. And you got to take advantage of this bull market and yields. And, uh, you know, you haven't seen yields like this in about 11 and a half years now. Um, so you want to start laddering out. And I go from short term. And now you want to look at mid and a little bit longer term, just in case the Fed overdoes it and we go into an, another possible recession uh, in 23. You so
2: know would you, well, hold on a second. I, I, I think it's really interesting because I'm going to overlay these two questions a little bit now, too, because yeah. while. while the, the markets and earnings and, and, and some people might like, not like higher rates. Higher rates aren't a bad thing for individuals who are retirees who no, cash flow deals off their portfolios because that generates them a little bit more adequate cash flow off the portfolio.
1: Look at the risk that we've had to take retirees and manage risk uh, so carefully over the past 15 years. I mean, you know, typically, you know, in my grandfather's retirement age group, you know, they would go out and buy CDs or treasuries and not have to take immunities and not have to take any risk. For the past 15 years, you know, almost two generations, uh, we haven't been able to, we've had to take risk on to get yields. And now this is a terrific opportunity. You're absolutely right,
2: Mike. Go ahead. Sorry, Larry.
0: Oh, actually, the two-year Treasury yield has reached a 15-year high today. Yep. Um, so you're And talking- that's because, don't forget, curve's inverted. Getting paid more on the short end, two
1: years, than you are on the long end, 10 years. But what's going to happen if we go into another recession in 23 and eventually that yield curve will eventually will uninvert. How Had you get an inversion, either the short term's got to come down if they do some sort of operation twist. I don't know what they they have any of these operations up their sleeves at the Federal Reserve to bring the short end down or the long end's got to go up or a combination of the two. So short term right now, yeah, there's some good buys, medium, medium term and longer term, uh, you got to start dipping your feet into as well.
0: So you're talking actual bonds, which are, you know, not that easy to buy. So do you have any recommendations or would you suggest bond funds as well or not really? Oh,
1: yeah. You could go out and buy closed-in funds, et cetera. But, you
0: know, to me, if you
1: want belt in suspenders, this is the opportunity to lock in and create a bond ladder. And that's what we do for our clients at Focus Wealth Management. That's what we have been doing.
0: Okay. Well, that was great, guys. Thank you very much. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com and we'll be back next week.
1: Thanks, Thanks guys.